Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, May 22. This means it is my little brother's birthday. He's 43 years old today. Oh, doesn't sound yeah. very little, but Now, yes. he won't be listening to this. I'm not going to say, hey, happy birthday, Dan. He doesn't <laughs> even know that I do a po- podcast. It's like my dirty little secret, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my... It's kind of an awkward, <laughs> well, interesting phrase. Okay. <laughs> yes. Anyway, my brother's right. birthday. This is good. But yeah, go ahead and pray. Uh, how about we introduce ourselves oh, first? Oh, yes, of course. Let's I'm do Becky that. de Oliveira. I'm Jay for the Oliver, and then I'll pray. And All right. now you can pray. All right, let me do that. All right, let me pray. Heavenly um, Father, hey, uh, bless Dan today, actually. Uh, give him a phenomenal day, phenomenal day with his family as well and his loved ones. Uh, God bless uh, all of our community, bless uh, those around us, bless this text as we read it uh, in the paraphrase today in, in the message translation and, and allow us to be able to process it in a new, fresh way with new eyes. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. Yeah, the nice thing about this is that we never, or I, never read the text ahead of the moment that I read it here on the air. So that, it's that is exciting. nice, and that is also kind no, of like scary. I like to be surprised. <laughs> so I'm going to be reading this. It's Romans 1, 18 through 32 from yeah, the yeah. message. Yeah. But God's angry displeasure erupts as acts of human mistrust and wrongdoing and lying accumulate as people try to put a shroud over truth. But the basic reality of God is plain enough. Open your eyes, and there it is. By taking a long and thoughtful look at what God has created, people have always been able to see what their eyes as such can't see. Eternal power, for instance, and the mystery of his divine being. So nobody has a good excuse. What happened was this. People knew God perfectly well, but when they didn't treat him like God, refusing to worship him, they trivialized themselves into silliness and confusion so that there was neither sense nor direction left in their lives. They pretended to know it all, but were illiterate regarding life. They traded the glory of God who holds the whole world in his hands for cheap figurines you can buy at any roadside stand. So God said, in effect, if that's what you want, that's what you get. It wasn't long before we were living in a pig pen, smeared with filth, filthy inside and out. And all this because they traded the true God for a fake God and worshipped the God they made instead of the God who made them the God we bless, the God who blesses us. Oh, yes. Worse followed. Refusing to know God, they soon didn't know how to be human either. Women didn't know how to be women. Men didn't know how to be men. Sexually confused, they abused and defiled one another. Women with women, men with men, all lust, no love. And then they paid for it. Oh, how they paid for it. Emptied of God and love, godless and loveless wretches. Since they didn't bother to acknowledge God, God quit bothering them and let them run loose. And then all hell broke loose, rampant evil, grabbing and grasping, vicious backstabbing. They made life hell on earth with their envy, wanton killing, bickering and cheating. Look at them, mean-spirited, venomous, fork-tongued god-bashers, bullies, swaggerers, insufferable windbags. They keep inventing new ways of wrecking lives. They ditch their parents when they get in the way. Stupid, slimy, cruel, cold-blooded. And it's not as if they don't know better. They know perfectly well they're spitting in God's face, and they don't care. Worse, they hand out prizes to those who do the worst things best. 
again, the verb tenses in this just drive me nuts. It's going back and forth, past and present, mm. often within the same paragraph. So I can't, I, I hate to keep harping on this, but it feels like, is Paul talking about something that happened a while ago and now it's been resolved in some way? Or did it happen and it's still happening and he's just being... I, I get the feeling this is almost like a, um, what do I want to say? Like an indirect way of saying something. That it's one of those, he wants to say something, but he doesn't want to just come out and say it. So he's kind of coming around it I, from some weird angle. I think Because what's the, who yeah. cares? Like if none of this is yeah. currently happening, if this is something that people did 40 years ago, for instance, what would be the point of bringing it up unless you have some point to make? I, yeah, I think that's the difficulty. The difficulty for us, even with the daily walk here and even with the way that we preach and the way that we, we digest the Bible is that we often break it down into these little sound bites. Like, we, I mean, right now we're doing verses 18 to 32 of Romans 1. Truth is that we should do, we, in, in Paul's day, like we mentioned right at the week one, they would have listened to the entire letter, all 16 chapters, right? They would have listened to the entire thing in one sitting and said, oh, now I get the, the whole picture, right? We only do these few verses here, and we miss that, in fact, Paul doesn't end in verse 32. He I continues don't know. I'm through. pretty sure even if I read the whole thing in one sitting, uh, I would still be perplexed by things. And I should point out, I don't know if I've ever mm-hmm. explicitly said this before, but I represent the layperson's point of view on this podcast. Oh, you really? might have intuited that. Really? A person uh-huh. who I don't have theological training, I just read it and go, huh, <laughs> which is... Yes, what I think probably many people do. Yeah, I don't. Huh. don't I've always know I've always found the term layperson to, to be a really weird weird term. But okay. anyway, yeah, yeah, a I'm non-theological you. person. You're a, you're is a theologian. You no. you study God. You you have. I, mean, I don't. Okay. All right. But, All right. But thank you <laughs> for, for thinking the best of me. Well, I do. I do. So, what's our question? So, our question for today, Wednesday, is this. Um, why is a punishing and vindictive... Oh, actually, no, it's not no. Wednesday. I'm in the it's wrong... Tuesday. Oh, no, it's Tuesday. It's my brother's go. birthday. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Tuesday. What is an example of something you've believed or said that is less than whole truth about God? Less, less than the whole, than the whole, whole truth. truth? Yeah. Well, gee... Uh, what is an example of something you have believed or said that is less than the whole truth about God? I would guess that that would be virtually everything I've believed or said <laughs> and virtually everything that any human being has ever believed or said. If the criteria if is about it. the whole truth about God, yeah, I don't think anybody knows the whole truth about God. So, but don't you think that sometimes we speak as if we do know the whole truth about God, and that this is the, in fact the the definitive final word on this matter? And well, yeah, I think that we usually that is actually a whatever problem. it is that we think, we assume yeah. that it's what God thinks. Well, actually, we... it's usually what I think, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, and there is <laughs> there's that in this text, you know. Um, what does it say? Basically, that people didn't understand God; they pretended to know it all, but were illiterate regarding life. Yes, um, I think I like. But that—that's the other thing that this became more clear to me in reading it in the message. That really, what he's saying is that there is this evidence about God that it's very clear who and what God is just by being alive and looking around. And I think, I mean, certainly, if that were true, we would not have the different religions that we have. We would not have the different points of view we have. I mean, people think very different things about God, and we're all looking at the same world. And you even look within, you know, forget about the fact that there are other religions that are completely different from ours, but even within the Judeo-Christian tradition, which, you know, we have the same holy scriptures, we have a lot of the same 
things, but we don't, we look at the same natural world. We read the same text. We don't come to the same obvious. It is not obvious who or what God is. This is exactly what Paul is saying. It's not true. Well, no, this is exactly what Paul is arguing. And Paul is arguing this. He says, look, you guys come from all different faiths. You come from all different cultures in in Rome here. You, You live in all different worlds. And I'm telling you that you have all seen the beauty, the amazing uh, character of who God was, and and you actually see these glimpses, but you choose to suppress them. You choose to to close your eyes to them. You choose to cover your ears to this, and then you create your own gods uh, with your. And I think the, the translation yesterday was what did it say? It said, um, "Oh, it was like these little uh, idols, these little uh, creatures. You you create all these things, these birds and animals that you wish to worship because you want to do your own thing." And I actually think that's very true. I don't know if it's just that we want who, to. It's I think you can earnestly okay, looking yeah. at nature. Okay. Which part of nature is supposed to tell me who God is? Is it when I watch a lion chase down a gazelle and kill it? Is it when I watch two insects? <laughs> and you know, yeah, watching yeah, yeah. the insect world. I know. I actually try not really to watch the insect world because I don't like insects. Well, it's too much. very nihilistic and mm. brutal. Mm. And is that who God is? Is God, you know, the flowers blooming is it depends on it's what in nature you look actually. at you know and so i don't i don't know what i'm supposed to intuit just from nature what part of nature mathematics i mean there are a lot of things in nature that are natural processes what about our bodies i mean it depends on what your experience of health is what you might come to assume about god are you well are you is your body as it should be are yeah. you feeling pain or not, I mean, you could come to really different conclusions just based on we don't have the same, we don't live in the same world. You and I don't. Um, me and the person down the street, we have different experiences of what it is to be a person. We actually do. And I think actually God wants that as well. I think he loves the diversity of who we are. He wants us to think differently. I mean, he created us to be this kind of person. But at the same time, God also does have, there is this kind of like, we look at humanity, and, and if, you aren't, if we are all willing to be honest about this, we do not appreciate uh, the Adolf Hitlers in the world. The society, if at large, will all unanimously get together and say, you know, when you look at it and do well, you think... Well, except some of them loved him when he was in the time, power. Mm, some did. But yeah. when the world looks back on That's it and says to themselves, it, was it a wise thing for us to have, uh, to give all the power over to one person to say, yes, let's take this and do this and, and run the world this way. So there are some things that are obvious to us that says, hey, if we looked after this planet better, if we did this better together, there are some uniform things that are better inside here. And God says, look, I'm revealing these things to you. They are common and they're good and you can see them, but you you want to suppress them, that's fine. So Paul is going to explain over the next few chapters in great detail how this actually has played out. Mm. But man, our time is well over. And so, yes, it is. So... We're going to have to wrap up for today. I want Let's go back to this question um, and encourage people to think about this today. What is an example of something you have believed or said that is less than the whole truth about God? And reflect on that. Encourage to look, at, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.